Welcome to More Than a Scar Podcast. I'm your host, Janine, where we explore what it means to have a cleft palate or other craniofacial difference and how we can live our best life. It may be one of the most common birth defects, but very few people really understand what life is like for us. Please comment and take part in the discussion. You can visit my blog, morethanascar.blogspot.com and feel free to email with comments and suggestions at janineduckard at gmail.com. Emotional health. Lately, I've been listening to podcasts that are dealing with self-awareness. Studies show that 95% of people think they're self-aware, when in actuality, only 10% of people are truly self-aware. Why does it matter whether we're self-aware or not? Well, imagine if everyone you know thought you were an arrogant jerk. Now imagine if you thought you were the most humble person on the planet. This is a mistake we make when we are not self-aware. We are trapped in a dialogue that can be a lie. Sometimes we have, we'll have a good friend who will talk to us and tell us the truth. Most of the time, though, people don't want to confront those in- issues and only want to focus on the best parts. This is where you can ask people that have nothing to lose, what are your first impressions of me? What do people say about, about me behind my back? Then you can ask yourself if you believe that to be true. If it is, can you change that about yourself? Can you work on that? I remember being 18 and just having been in a very painful breakup. This gentleman that worked with my dad came up to me and said, You're the saddest person I've ever met. It was a wake-up call. I didn't realize that my pain was so visible. Maybe it wasn't visible to everyone, but if he saw it, then it probably was. So I made a choice right there and then to make the changes to fix that. I'm still working on this for myself so I can help my own children maneuver through their mental and emotional journey. We can only control our own lives, and so many are focused on the things that are holding them back. They can't move forward, and they get stuck in negative pattern loops. I spent far too much of my childhood and adolescence being angry and bitter. I feel like I really wasted so much of my time feeling guilty about feeling negative feelings. When if I had been able to talk to somebody with experience, they would have told me that negative feelings are okay. There isn't anything wrong with feeling negative things or thinking negative thoughts. The thing we need to work on is what we're doing with those feelings. Are we making ourselves sick, obsessing, and fixating on those thoughts? Are we reacting to situations in an appropriate manner? Or are we out of control when things don't go the way we want? I spent years writing my anger and bitterness in my journals. I wasn't proud of it. I wanted to have journals that I could share with my children so they could see what my past was like, but instead, they were just bitter containers of my pain. I'm grateful that they were lost in all of the moves during my tumultuous marriage. A therapist helped me see that facing those negative thoughts and addressing them head-on helps take their pain away. When we blame others, like plastic surgeons, our parents, God, anything, we give our power away to make effective change. Once we look at our responsibility in the situation and then ask ourselves what we would do now, We regain the power that we need. We feel stronger to face the future. Like, when I had severe PTSD and the symptoms were crippling, I learned that when I focus on the things I can control, the symptoms were not as severe.
when I had to do blood work as an adult, I didn't go back into the past to the scary feelings I had as a child. I focused on the purpose behind the medical test. The lab work would give my doctors answers. They would help me take care of my unborn child. The end justified the means. This gave me the power to face something that once made me pass out. I couldn't handle the smell of rubbing alcohol at age 10, and now at 41 I can use it and I have no issues. With that being said, I want to encourage you to remember that we are human. I often use the acronym HALT, H-A-L-T, and the acronym stands for Hungry, Angry, Lonely, and Tired. And for myself, I included a P at the beginning for pain. If I am any of these things, hungry, angry, lonely, tired, or in pain, my ability to control my thoughts are lessened. So it stands to reason that I need to get my needs met before tackling any issue. If that is not possible, in an emergency setting, realize that relapse is possible. So if you're a parent and you want to lessen the issues your child has, what would I suggest? Let them know that negative feelings are okay. They're normal. That reacting negatively to a situation is perfectly normal. No one wants to have surgery. No one wants to get poked with a needle. If you can explain to your child in terms they can understand that these things are not in our control, but what is in our control is what happens around the situation, that can bring peace. If your child has a comfort item, such as a blanket or a stuffed animal, Make sure that that item is with them. Realize that this item can change suddenly if that child then suddenly associates it for bad things. Just roll with the punches. My youngest recently had surgery, and something that motivated him to get through the scariest parts was promising him digital currency for a game he likes. I don't typically like to spend hard-earned cash on things like that, but it helped motivate him. It was a great thing to use to remind him when things got hard. Do you have a trip or a vacation coming up? Remind your child they have something to look forward to. Whether you've grown up hearing about meditation or not, it is a powerful tool to help teach your child to control their breathing and focus on happier times. It has no religious affiliation unless you assign it such. It has been such a huge blessing for me when I had to have multiple MRIs and CT scans, I do suffer from claustrophobia, and it was overwhelming to think that I could be in a tight and close space for nearly an hour. I learned to control my thoughts and not allow them to go back into the past, but to keep them in a place of safety and joy. I would often dream of my favorite bike path in Roswell, New Mexico, where I grew up. I can still envision the smooth concrete and the beautifully manicured parks, I can hear the dogs barking and the cicadas trilling. Or I can visit my favorite mountain path in Wyoming, in the tiny brook where I would sit and stare at the smooth rocks and the tiny fish for hours. Any place that gave me a sense of calm. Had I not practiced that during my non-trying times, I would not have access to that skill when I needed it most. Many schools are implementing this and finding it to be much more successful than detention and other forms of punitive measures. Every religion has some form of meditation. I suggest removing the stigma and trying it on for yourself. It is a discipline to teach our mind to do positive things. We can have a wild mind that goes places that we don't want 
and causes us to react in ways we don't mean to. Or we can practice meditation that allows us to find means to control our breathing and our mind. I recommend getting into the practice first before trying to teach your child, or even better, go to a class together and learn the techniques that will allow you to gain the most skill in the shortest span of time. It isn't natural, it isn't necessarily a quick fix for you, but you will be surprised how quickly your child holds on to it. It is natural for a child to be in the now. Adults are the ones always pushing them to the future or the past. If you want to see pure bliss, watch a child play. Healthy play gets them out of any sense of obligation and just allows them to be. We unlearn this trait as we age, but it is the simple act of letting go that we need to hold on to. If you have a negative view on the way you look and want to stop hating your face each time you look in the mirror, from my own experience, you need to focus on something you like, even if it's only one thing. When you're tempted to go back to all the things you don't like, redirect your thoughts. Write a note on your mirror. I'm beautiful. I'm unique. I'm worthy. This isn't for anyone else. This is so you can start loving yourself. How can we truly love another when we're so full of hate and criticism for ourselves? Another issue is the way our face changes with all of the surgeries. We can look in the mirror and not recognize ourselves. I still have days when I don't like to look in a mirror. And I won't. I won't face what I can't change. But then there are days when I can look in the mirror and love what I see. Ten surgeries have changed my overall structure. But my eyes are the same. My ears are the same. I can focus on those things. I have been in so much pain for so many years that for me, I simply love not hurting. There are still days when I do hurt, so I am really grateful for the days when I am not in pain. I know it seems like a fad, but try writing down five things you're grateful for about your face. I'm grateful for the fact that shallow people don't even try to get to know me because it takes too much work. I'm grateful that my true friends don't care about my face. I'm grateful for my clear speech. I'm grateful for the fact that I am not the only person in the world with a cleft lip and palate. I'm grateful for my teeth. I'm grateful for working eyes. I'm grateful for my hearing aids. I'm grateful for being in a stage where I don't have to have more surgery. Once you retrain your mind, you will be fascinated to feel the peace and the joy of life. You can focus on your purpose and why you were placed on this planet. There is some reason you are here, and only you can discover that. How exciting. Thank you for listening to this episode of More Than a Scar. I hope you found it helpful and healing. I will do my best to upload new episodes each week. Please feel free to share it with a friend. We hope to spread awareness and education to those that need it most.